been listening to episode 97 of Shades Midweek, a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. We are inside a four-stream studio recording this right now. It's Wednesday. It's rainy outside. My name is John Mark DeRoe, and I'm here with Brad Brown, Jonathan Hafes, and a very special guest. Jonathan, would you would you like to introduce our special guest? You know, this is today? our first time meeting, actually, but I would love to introduce to everyone, finally making her long-anticipated appearance on Shades Midweek. Ladies and gentlemen, it is none other than my wife, Holly Hafes. Wow. Hey, hey. The audience, <laughs> the audience is pumped. They are. This is the content everybody has been telling us that they have been waiting for. And so right, right. all of you out there might, might have already been guessing correctly that, yes, this is going to be a Meet a Member episode with the one and only beautiful, lovely Holly. Uh, and I will, I will recuse myself from the interview portion of this episode so that she yeah. can speak completely freely. And because I got to go to the other room and care for two of our kids. Um, no, but. holds barred. <laughs> That's right, Holly. We want you to say whatever you want to say whatever. about Jonathan. Don't worry, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've arrived home and she's like, "If only I had the microphone." I know, Holly. And we have so many questions too. <laughs> yeah, I have at least a hundred questions. Just, just starting I with have why. answers. Oh my word. <laughs> Well, before we get to the interview, guys, I am super excited today, and I'm excited for, uh, well, I guess four reasons if we include the fact that Holly is on the podcast today, but I got three other reasons to be excited. You ready? Yes, I have one as well. All right. And I have one. I'm curious to see if you listen. My goodness, is there going to be any overlap? Because if not, we've got like six reasons to be excited. All right. Uh, First, I'm excited because, uh, guys, I've been at Shades for 10 years now. This is my 10th anniversary. And uh, so, yeah. Wow. Riding that wave. Enjoying wow. that that life. Yeah. Do you feel crazy old? how fast Do you feel it old, goes? Do, so, last night, uh, Holly and I actually sat down and started flipping through pictures from 2012. Uh, that was the first year that we were here at Shades. And that's what makes me feel old. Like, when I think about 10 years, I'm like, ah, it doesn't feel like 10 years. But when I go back and look at the pictures, that's when I'm like, holy cow. Look how babies. Young, yeah, look how young we looked and, and how small our children were. And young how and small we were. Maybe right. rested, <laughs> Jordan was a sophomore at Sanford, if that oh makes you feel weird. Nice. <laughs> I don't even want to talk uh, about it. I don't even, well, what's fun is like so when we are when we're getting towards the end of the year, scrolling through 2012, you show up and you at look the end. you look like a baby. Like a like a I didn't have a beard, I don't think. No, you did not. It's funny. Hey, uh, your beard hadn't come in yet. Hadn't come in yet. Yeah. <laughs> when I first came to Shades, I was still rocking the goatee. And I was oh, like, wow. I was like, I wonder how long it took me to be peer pressured into a beard. It wasn't long. I had not a beard long. by I May. I can't imagine it wouldn't have been. Yeah. It's by un- May. Unspoken I had a beard. rule. Been fast. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's one reason I'm excited. The other uh, reason, got two more. The other reasons I'm excited is uh, this Sunday. February the 6th. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Just kidding. We return to one service at Shades Valley Community Church. So we've been in. Yes, yes. We're just going to keep hitting it. Just clapping. keep hitting it. A lot of big, big news. We've been in. What do you mean hitting it? The audience is just responding. Yeah, sorry. I mean, the audience is just loving it right now. Our, our live audience. Uh, you didn't know we had a we live audience. We can bring audience. our boys in here. They can That's clap for us. <laughs> they can clap for us. They will, too. Asher's favorite phrase is, you're rocking it. <laughs> You're rocking. He'd tell us that. Love it. Anyway, um, 
so yeah, we've been in two services for five months. And if you want the details on uh, the elders thought process and all of that, as we go back to one service, we send out an email. Uh, also posted a video with all that information on Instagram. There's even a video by Brooke Primo on Instagram that contains all the info about children's ministry stuff. But yeah, so back to one service. I'm so excited. And and we have a new service time for that service, 10 a.m. So 10 a.m. Holly, 10 how, do you, how do you feel about 10 a.m., Holly? I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I like it, too. I actually I sat to get da- out earlier. Yeah, I actually told Holly, I was like, all right, I need to know how you would feel about this time as a mother, and then I need to know how you'd feel about it just as you. Like, <laughs> like give, me, give me your thoughts on this. Um. But yeah, so 10 a.m., so don't show up at 9, you'll be really early. Don't show up at 11, you'll be really late. Don't show up at the old time of 10.30. 10 yeah. <laughs> be here at You'll 10. be shades late then. R- that, that is true. That's right. So everyone will actually be here at 10.30. Right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um. So, so yeah, so I'm excited about that. And then my final reason is, guys, we are ready to announce what we're doing for the 100th episode of Shades Midweek. Was that your reason? Was like, was that no, 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 go, go take for somebody? it. Go for it. Go for it. I was waiting for the clap. I thought I didn't say <laughs> anything. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. You ready? It's fun. For the 100th episode of Shades Midweek, ladies and gentlemen, we will do our first ever live recording of Shades Midweek. That's right. Wow. Everyone is invited. Everyone is invited. This is going to happen. On Wednesday, February the 23rd. Wednesday, February the 23rd. Yes. So if you come to youth group or Bible study or prayer, you're, you're already here. You're already here. Already right. here. So just you know, as a group, just plan to come on. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up in the foyer. Everybody should show up at 6. It's a bring-your-own-dinner situation. We're yep. hoping to have some snacks available. We'll have some that. tables set up yes. for people to sit Yeah, you're, you're gonna, in the foyer. Yeah, we'll have tables set up and set uh, out there. Get here at six. Bring your food. Hopefully, we'll have some snacks available, and we've got some some big plans. It's basically just gonna be a big party. It's gonna be like a hangout, and we will record the podcast live with everyone there. We'll have a PA set up. Um, There'll be lots. It of won't just be us talking into mics and you not right. knowing what's going on. Right. We'll have like a PA set up, and we're gonna get some some guests involved and have some have some fun things planned. So there there will be opportunities for everyone present to participate. I don't know that we want to give away more specifics than that. And this may be the only time that we do this. So, Especially if there's all of four of right. us there. Yeah. If there's a bad turnout, we're not doing it again. We're just going to act like it didn't happen. Oh, but Holly, why don't you give us your thoughts on this, <laughs> this event? I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> Are you going to come? Are you going to be there? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, I'll be there. Oh well, all right. Well, you guys, what what are what are y'all's fun, exciting things? <laughs> mine are not related to shades at all. That's so fine. That's totally cool. I should go. Well, mine's really quick, okay. and because I'm a six-year-old man, I'm excited about the fact that we're getting a new AC unit today at Shades. All right, yeah. Brand, no audience clap for that, John Mark. Yeah, no drum roll or <laughs> anything. They feel a little indifferent about it. Why would a Gosh. six-year-old man be excited? He's sixty. <laughs> I, I thought I heard yeah, that, too. Olds. You're not the only one. I thought I heard that, too. But then I, when he in context, I knew he meant 60. Yeah, saying you feel like a six-year-old boy feels kind of weird. <laughs> so definitely definitely uh, 60. You want everyone to know that. And, yes, the AC unit. I could talk about it forever. This thing is impressive. 
And let me tell you, it's not cheap. Listen, <laughs> we were talking about this uh, before we started recording today, but Shades has really got a lot going on right now, facilities-wise. I mean, we got the parking lot happening. That's right. New AC. We, we right. updated the children's hall. Yep. There's just a lot of things working going on. Working on right new now. lighting. New lighting inside, inside, and, inside and outside. And yeah. outside. Not like fancy lighting in the sanctuary. No, 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 I don't no, want no. anyone to think we're, we're going working all on out. fixing. We're just going to replace some bulbs. It's going like yeah. to be like a U2 concert in there. No. So but these, are, these aren't your so normal household things. bulbs. You just made it sound less impressive. Like we do, we do have to get a lift to yeah, get to these bulbs. Yeah, they're kind of like floodlights. Because that's what everybody's thinking. Everybody's pumped about this. Everybody's really pumped about this. And the kitchen. The kitchen's the kitchen, almost That was done. the other thing. The so kitchen close. is almost... Yeah. Like we're, we're so close. Literally, the last thing that we have, like, a contractor coming in to do is the floor. And yep. all we're waiting on is for them the to get it in. The materials. Right, the materials. Once, once they have it. Once they have it, they're here. So, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, so you could go in there and cook breakfast. Yeah, and, I mean, technically, you know, yeah. Yeah, in a few maybe Sundays. some steak and eggs or something. Yeah. Don't JM, do, don't do that. But. I don't want you to feel left out, even if your thing isn't Thank a shades you. thing. Like, what is oh, it? Yeah. What, what's the what's the, what's going well, on? Well, you know when the Braves were on their path. Yeah, the, we can talk about that series. for the rest of the time. Oh boy, when the Braves <laughs> were on their moment. when the oh, Braves were on their path to the World Series and and all of that, and, and every episode, Jonathan had an update. He was very excited about the Atlanta Braves, and I love that. I love that we we get to do that. So my sports update is oh, that. Boy. The Auburn bas- men's basketball <laughs> team is still number one in the country. Uh, get out of here, Ken Palm rankings. You don't know what you're talking about. The other thing is we just swept Alabama. We just swept There's Alabama. There's that applause button. <laughs> now listen. I mean the audience. John Mark, we're going to lose <laughs> listeners. Not only are we going to lose them. I do it all in jest. They're, they're going I, to hate I have us. a lot of fun with it. Uh, Alabama beats Auburn a lot in a lot of things, That's especially football. Which I football? A, is I wouldn't say a lot of things. I would say just football mainly, yeah. mainly because we we beat them in gymnastics too this past Friday. That's right. I wasn't going to bring that up with with our Olympic <laughs> Olympic gold medalist Suni Lee. Yeah. So there's just a lot of exciting things happening, <laughs> and I'm just going to kind of enjoy this moment because, like Jonathan with the Braves, he really relished that moment, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm just picturing Auburn. the anger. I, I welcome it. I'm, I'm welcome. just picturing the anger on Grant's Grant Primo's face. I'm sorry, Grant. I he love you, man. He should email us he's about listening. it. Yeah. Email us about it, Grant. Bill Kaler, if he's listening. Oh, my God. Jeff Stalkup. <laughs> There's some big Alabama fans in oh, this yeah. congregation. Oh, yeah. No oh, doubt. Man. And I love them all. We talk about them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, that well, was that okay. was it. All right. Well, let's get to the the normal routine here. JM, how about an album? JM's album of the week. Holly, are you regretting your life decisions right now? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I'm on the fence still. Feel free to give us your assessment of JM's choice here. That's right. Just a closer walk with thee. Oh I'm digging this. <laughs> I knew Jonathan would like this. And at Jesus is my plea. My pick for this week is a new gospel, country gospel album that just came out by country artist Brent Cobb. He's actually a pretty well-known country artist. He's never done any gospel before. And this record just came out this year. It's called And Now Let's Turn to Page. And it's 
It's a pretty awesome record. Great musicianship and instrumentation here. I love that title. And now let's turn to Paige. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, at first I thought you said it wrong. I was like, you mean right. let's turn the page. <laughs> but no, it's it's a reference to like a hymnal. A hymnal book, yeah. 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 Let's turn to Paige to him. This is uh, his his arrangement and rendition of Just a Closer Walk with the, which I'm sure most of you who are listening are familiar with this hymn. There's eight traditional hymns on here that he uh, covered, and then there's an original song as well. Uh, it was produced by, I believe it's either his brother or his cousin, Dave Cobb, who's produced Brandy Carlisle, Jason Isbell, Chris Stapleton, um, the, the Cobb the Cobb boys are a pretty big deal in country music in Nashville. Uh, they record this record in Nashville's historic RCA Studio A. Um, what's interesting is check this out. This is kind of the story behind just the fruition of the album. He had a near death experience uh, in 2020. He was in his vehicle uh, in this rural community that he lives in. His young son was with him, and they got T boned at a four-way stop and following the crash he decided uh that he needed to make this record that it was time to to go ahead and do it it was something that he had wanted to do for a while and that kind of pushed him to make this record so it is a lot of fun um here's a song called we shall rise pretty rocking I like real country. We've had this debate so many times in our house. I don't like pop country. Yeah, this is not pop at all. No. I, like, I like real country, which which typically has some some rock roots tied into yeah, it, rock, some southern rock, rock, kind of gospel, blues, and that that's what this record is. So you find old rugged cross. He's got a version of that. Are you washing the blood? I want it on vinyl. Already. Softly and tenderly. Yeah, great record. I've been enjoying it. Brent Cobb. The album is called And Now. Let's turn to Paige. Beautiful. So, yep. That's my I love pick. It. Yep. Well, Holly, Super pumped about it. Holly, let's see if you like Brad's book anymore. <laughs> better than the album. I don't know. Can you sing along with this? Can you harmonize with it? No. <laughs> Y'all may not know. Holly sings a mean harmony. Do you inquire growing up? No. She was in a trio. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, it's. Hello, everyone, and he does that every he time. Does it he thinks every... it's like good or I something. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trashing his segment right now. Sorry, he deserves dramatic it. effect. <laughs> Hello, ahead. everyone, <laughs> and welcome to. Another edition of Bradford's Book Club. So glad you've joined me this afternoon. I am very excited about the book that I'm going to be recommending today. It is a book of prayer. So, previously in the club, in the club, to quote 50 Cent, um, I and referenced... Usher. And, and Usher. Oh, yeah. Usher and 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who has a copyright on that, so it's fine. both. Um, previously, I've uh, mentioned the book Every Moment Holy. Do you all remember this? Yes. It's, it's a great book. It's a book of prayers, and it has prayers for all of these ordinary moments in life, like even a prayer for like getting a pet, cleaning your home. 
and drinking so coffee in the drinking morning. coffee in the morning, uh, creating art, and so changing diapers, changing diapers. Mm-hmm. Keep going, John Mark. Yeah. I mean, really, I'm familiar it. with that first yeah. one. After mocking the segment <laughs> at the beginning, <laughs> so they have come out with a second volume that I am uh, really loving. It is Volume Two: Death, Grief, and Hope. So. Volume 2 is a book of liturgies for seasons of dying and grieving. Liturgies such as a liturgy for the scattering of ashes, a liturgy for the loss of a spouse, a liturgy liturgy for the wake of a national tragedy. These are ways of reminding us that our lives are short or shot through, excuse me, with sacred purpose and eternal hopes, even when, especially when suffering and pain threaten to overwhelm us. So you can get the book on Amazon. There's also Rabbit Room. Rabbit Room. And the bookstore in downtown Homewood, Little Professor. Yeah. They also have it on their shelf. Nice. I believe that's where I got this. So support local business. And you know, it you is a it, there. it is a Rabbit Room press book. They just released a pocket edition of it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh-huh. So then so the one you have is like a very beautiful it's the one that I have too. It's, yeah, it's a what do you call it? Hardcover. Yeah. Hardcover. Yeah. Um, but they They're have a pocket. Look beautiful on a coffee table. Yes, yes they do have Our a pocket edition now table. as well that's available. Yes, that's lovely. You can get digital versions, I think, mm-hmm. of all the prayers. They also make some limited edition prints as well that you nice. can buy. Ah, uh, yes. Like, yeah. So, anyway. so I, I think you get the book and you interact with it on kind of a regular basis. Maybe you do put it on your coffee table. And then when certain moments come up in life, you can reference back to it or you can send it to others. So Every Moment Holy, Volume 1. Or Volume 2, Volume 2 being highlighted today. Check well, them out. And I think specifically one of the things that's so beautiful about this specific volume is when we talk about written prayers and prepared prayers, mm-hmm. I think especially in the moments of life that are so hard, we don't know what to pray. Exactly. To, to be able to call on the words of faithful believers who have gone before us, prayers that have been prayed by hundreds and thousands of people. Yes. Um, I, th- I think that that's, it's such a comforting thing, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. Um, and so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Give so. us words and we have none to shape our affections or desires and to allow us to process our grief and bring it yeah. before the Lord. So, yeah. Well, we have one more thing to do before I get out of here, and y'all, uh, y'all can ask Holly whatever you want to, and it's not quite as serious as what Brad just did. <laughs> but we got to take a little trip down to the, a brief trip to the email corridor. Ah, corridor. The email corridor. Would you like to say it? Say what? <laughs> the email corridor. You just said it. I don't know why we all say, say it. it again. We all we just say it. He puts it a a kind of an effect on the voice. It sounds like we're going. Oh, like a, from a, the oh. Yeah. Do you want to try again? Yeah. Let's go down to the email cord. <laughs> the email cord. All right, that's gonna right. be great. It's just that's what it is. I didn't know when that was supposed to come that's out. Gonna be great. <laughs> One more time, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, very brief email from an anonymous sender. Anonymous at Gmail. Yes, not not because uh, they are actually anonymous. Like, they actually signed it. We know who it's from. Just so everybody knows, uh, we don't read anonymous mail. That's right. We, yeah, we, we, don't, we don't take anonymous mail. Yeah, cowards. Uh, but they specifically uh, re- request. I'll just read the email. It'll make okay. sense. All right, the subject is balloons! Exclamation point. For that, you get, should we explain that? No, I'm just going to read the email. I love prizes. I'm just saying. My expectations are sky high here. 
No, but seriously. I'm shy and don't want an on-air shout-out. That's that's why we're leaving out the name. Mm. Uh, but I appreciate these theological deep-dive episodes. Thanks to all y'all for continuing to take the time and trouble to record each week. I really enjoy the podcast. So, a couple of references here in this email. A couple uh, deep cuts. <laughs> first, uh, the theological episode would be the one we recorded. Was it last week, the Pastor yes. Facts episode on, on the law? Um, so that's what they're referencing there. Um, but then uh, the... Prizes and sky high expectations uh, uh, reference our teaser about our hundredth episode and us doing some fun, which we just explained exactly what it's going to be. And there will be prizes. There will be. Mm-hmm. And that's where the balloons comes from, right? I don't remember what we balloons said about balloons. Was when we got to the end when of the episode, the Brad said, "If you got to the end of the episode, email us with the subject line balloons." That's amazing. <laughs> I forgot about that. That makes this email so much better. <laughs> I was just like, yep. what did we say about balloons? I don't remember. I didn't remember until you read the email. I've read the email before, <laughs> and when you read it, I... That's it, awesome. Yeah, it came to my memory. That's that's incredible. Well, but yes, so everybody knows about the announcement. Now, thank you to this anonymous sender for emailing. We cherish your email. Long-time great. listener. Yeah. Yes, yeah. long-time listener. Uh, First-time emailer, I believe. Um, Check it out, too. Check out the episode. It was great. Yeah, but uh, there will be prizes at that 100th uh, uh, episode. There we, will be. We're yeah. working on it. Yeah. So we're hard at work. All right. Really quickly, uh, before I get out of here, Hall, uh, do you want to call the, the boys in here? Let them say hey to everybody real quick before we jet. Sure. Do you want me to like, literally holler yeah, yeah, from Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just here? holler at them. That's fine. That's fine. Asher, Solomon. Boys, come in here. We'll see if we can tear them away from the screen we left babysitting them. I mean, we're, we're wonderful, John Mark's office we're wonderful been. parents. Hey, guys. Come, come on, on over. All right, hey, I'm about to go upstairs with y'all, and we're going to hang out. But first, do you want to say hey to everybody? Asher? No, 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 right here. Right here in this microphone. Can you say hello? Hello. Very good. Solomon, can you say hello? Hello. <laughs> All right. Asher, mom is going to do an interview. Can you tell her? Do you think she's going to rock it? Yeah. Can Can you tell her? Can you say you're going to rock it, mom? You're going to rock it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Let's head upstairs. Well, everybody, I don't know what's about to happen, but I just know you're going to meet a member. You'll find out on the podcast. <laughs> I will. Like I, I will. did. That's yeah. right. I mean, it's time to meet a member. It's time to meet a member. Y'all have fun. That's what we're doing. Jonathan, I'm just going to narrate real quick. Jonathan is uh, grabbing all of his things, his iPad, his phone, his notes. He is now grabbing his keys, and he is now grabbing his Yeti. He's making his way out of the studio. He dropped dropped something else, and now he's making his way out, and he has now exited. All right. Now we can ask you whatever we want. That's right. So normally we start out by asking the member about how they grew up, but I thought it'd be good just to start out with you listing nine or ten pet peeves you have with John. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no. When he I'm, throws me under the bus. Uh, yeah. In his sermons. It's true. Mm. No, Holly, we are so excited to have you Can for a. It's a meet a member, but it's meet a pastor's wife. Yeah. So this is really our it's first. More. This is our first episode of Meet a Pastor's Wife. Is, isn't yep. that correct, mm-hmm. John Mark? You can mm-hmm. check the archives. It but is. I just checked. 
so glad we have such quick access so fast to the archives just right there. Really thankful for that. So, Holly, we normally start by asking the member uh, to talk a little bit about how they grew up, Uh, where you were born, where you were raised. Tell us a little bit about your family, whatever comes to mind. Well, I was born and raised in the same town that Jonathan was, Leesburg, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see how Southern I can get. Now, Um, has your Southern accent decreased since being in Birmingham? I don't know. Because sorry to interrupt you, but I can remember hearing a sermon from Jonathan. Oh yeah, his has definitely. Mm. Mine probably not so much. Okay, I can, I can fall into mine like like even more southern very easily. Jonathan, oh, yeah. Jonathan's more like southern neutral now. It's a little more in the neutral. That happens to me if I get around people with a thick accent. Yeah, I start. Hey y'all. I, yeah, it really comes out. Right. Yeah. I don't think about it. So okay. You, you were uh, born in, you said, Leesburg? Well, I mean, technically I was born in Albany, Georgia. Okay. I, I, I grew up in Leesburg, Georgia. Okay. right outside of Albany. And I grew up with three brothers, so, you know, fighting constantly. Yeah, you were the only girl. Only girl. I was wow. the only one that they wanted to have. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> now, are you the oldest or youngest? I'm the third, just like Jonathan. Okay. Oh, well. Huh. Yeah. So I have two older brothers and Interesting. one younger. Yes, and so, yeah, I was went to school through fifth grade, and then was homeschooled for the rest of my years. Grew up playing out in the country, riding bikes around the neighborhood, which is, you know, my kids can't even do that anymore, really. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, pretty normal childhood. Had a huge, huge extended family that we got together with on a very regular basis. They live all live in Atlanta, Georgia, and so family was a huge part of my growing up Mm. now you said you were homeschooled after fifth grade yes do you remember liking that decision was that your parents decision was that your decision it was mostly mine okay I uh I was picked on a little bit in school and didn't really want to deal with that anymore I was also just like a fearful kid what do you mean like I was really scared to go to middle school like uh, very much like did yeah. not I was scared of changing classes I'm the type of person I don't like I don't like the unknown I want mm. to I plan for things yep. I want to know what's gonna happen I don't yep. like to walk into situations where I don't know what's going on and that was yeah. very much the unknown for me so I just didn't oh yeah I just want to do it I can remember being so scared about having a locker mm-hmm. oh yeah and I will still have nightmares where I go to my locker and I don't know the combination. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was totally scared of that. <laughs> and then my books are in there and then I get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Which, looking back, was kind of, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's middle school. Like, seeing my kids yeah. walk through it, especially Levi walking into school for the first time right. in middle school. I'm like, I would have been fine, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, right. then it seems very big and overwhelming. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Now, were your brothers homeschooled as well? My oldest two were not. They went to public school the whole time. My younger brother was homeschooled about the same amount of time I was, and then he kind of went to a Christian school when after I graduated. So I was, yeah, but yeah. Did you did you grow up going to church? Oh yes, church was always a huge part of our lives. We were there every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night, and. Any time with people in between. Yeah. It was like, that's where all my friends were. 
Was this like a Baptist church or what kind of church was this? Oh, this was non-denom. Oh, okay. But mm. it was really kind of a denomination within itself because it had other sister churches and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. There was just not like an organization over it. So it was it was very Baptist similar though. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. the closest. And, but Baptist I mean, adjacent. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I wore, grew up as a teenager wearing head coverings, which is some people are like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, want to say a little more about that, if if you don't mind. It was just growing up in that church. It was um. They took was it the First Corinthians passage? So mm-hmm. yeah, very literally, and believed that as women we should cover our heads only in church. Though it wasn't like you know. Oh, okay. You know, covered all the time. Just, Only in, just the church, in the service. Just in the service. Just in the service. That was it. And they weren't like full head coverings. They're like doilies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you still have one? No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> I did for a long time. But no, I don't even know what I did with it. Yeah. But yeah. Do you remember what you what you thought about that as a, as a kid, as a teenager? Did you think it was odd? Was it just nor- like, it this was is normal? It was normal. It was like, just what I grew up with. So I, you know... We never went anywhere else. I mean, my parents still go to that church. I still we still go there when I go home. When we mm. go home for you know holidays or whatever, so it was normal. I didn't. I just didn't know anything differently. And I, the summer camp that I always went to every summer, it was also part of this group of churches, and they did the same thing there. So I just that was what I knew. Yeah. So you told us that you grew up in the church. Your parents uh, were very involved in the church. Y'all went a lot. Just tell us a little bit about how personally you came to faith. Um, I mean, you know, the Bible and just talk of everything was always was a part of growing up. So it was there was never a time when I didn't know anything. At, at about mm-hmm. I can't remember seven ish years old, I probably had you know a moment when um I was talking with my mom and there was bad weather coming and we um. Mm-hmm. I just started asking questions in the car about, you know, hey, what happens if I was always very scared of tornadoes as a kid, like terrified. The I fear, still, the they still, uh, <laughs> I still tend to be not, not like I was then, but. Uh, if there's like a tornado watch. I mean, you, I don't are get. You, are I, you putting everybody in the basement? No, or, okay, no, yeah. no. I actually now I'm the one going, do I really have to get the kids out of bed? Like I don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it always happens at night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not as bad as I used to. But then I was, like, super-duper scared. It probably didn't help that we also had, like, we lived in, everybody called, like, where the, in the neighborhood that I lived in, Tornado Alley. <laughs> because it was not uncommon. I don't know. Yeah. That that may have just been a local thing. Not uh, like, a, yeah. you know, it's not like out in the Midwest where there's actually Tornado Alley. Right. But, yeah, I see how that could be, I don't know, horrifying as a kid if your neighborhood is called Tornado Alley. Yeah, but. Yeah, that I, might freak me out a little bit. So, anyway, those kinds of things always terrified me. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. so, I just started having these conversations with her, you know, like, hey, what happens if th- you were in a bad storm and I died? Like, what what happened? What would happen to me? And so, um, she just t- walked me through the gospel, and um, that was the moment that I, you know, turned over my life to Christ. Um, and I struggled because of growing up in a Christian home pretty much for a long time with like is my faith real is mm-hmm. it you know or is it just like a 
family thing that I just yeah. feel like, oh, because I grew up in a Christian home. Right. Was yeah. my conversion real or was, you know, plus I was so young. That's, you know, really common mm-hmm. when you uh, have a conversion as a young kid. Um, and honestly, I probably struggle with it off and on until we came to Shades. Mm-hmm. And I went to prayer one night when I was really struggling. And Jeff, you know, of course, prayed over me and he had a picture mm-hmm. for me. And that just kind of. I felt like it was very much from God Mm. and it just really sealed, you know, that it was just an affirmation. Mm. And ever since then, it hasn't been an issue. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so you homeschool through high school and then do you go to college after that? And I know that you met Jonathan, like you guys were really young. Yeah. So at what point do you meet Jonathan? Let's maybe get into that a little bit. Yeah. We met, I was 17, so it's our senior year of high school, and you've heard that story because I listened to that podcast. <laughs> yes, but, um, but we need to hear your version, <laughs> your version. perspective. That's why you're here. <laughs> yes. We have Jonathan's version, but we would like the real version of what happened. The real version. I, okay, I'll try to make this short. Okay. So, yeah, we. I, I'm trying to remember. We. He saw me at a football game. Okay. I was there. Wait, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Now, I might be making this up, so tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. But isn't, I felt like he sent me a picture and y'all were little kids or something. Oh, and you're yeah. giving him the stink eye <laughs> in a picture <laughs> or something. Is that? We were in the fourth okay. and fifth grade together. Yes, that is true. Uh, uh, okay. There is a picture in <laughs> our yearbooks. I don't even know that we were looking at each other, but it does look like I'm giving him a stink eye. Uh, I don't even remember him from school that much. I mean, other than knowing that he was there, I didn't interact with the guys, the boys that much. Um, But yeah, so yes, we knew who each other were from grade school, but Uh, I had left, so we hadn't seen each other for a long time. Um, But yeah, I showed up at a football game with a good friend at the Christian school that he had gone to, and he happened to be there. And... um, I knew who he was and his reputation from, you know, we don't live in that large. We didn't live in that large of a town. So what was uh, his reputation? I mean, he I did, he was a pastor's kid. I knew uh, he was working with the youth at a church in town. Um, So my mom was like, oh, yes, you should. You should. Yeah. So, so anyway, you had talked with your mom about him. Well, not not at that point. I guess this was okay. later yeah, on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we show up. He apparently sees me. I had no notice of him. <laughs> that sounds about right. And we all go out to lunch, to not lunch. It was uh, dinner afterwards at Applebee's. And yeah, he, I mean, he's told the story where he shows up with the girl that he had previously dated. And I totally, because I'm not keeping track of him, I totally <laughs> thought that they were still dating. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's no like Facebook or anything. At this no. Time. Yeah. No interrelationship status. Yeah. No, yeah nothing that's right. like that. So I, um, yeah, he sits beside me and proceeds to try to talk to me the entire time. And I'm like, what is his problem? He's sitting right here beside his girlfriend, and he's obviously flirting with me. And I am constantly trying to turn around to talk to other people, and he just won't shut up. <laughs> yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall. It would, yeah. That would be great. I totally thought he was a complete jerk. <laughs> and he talks about the whole thing where he walked out and paid for his food. I honestly don't remember that. Um or didn't pay for his food. But yeah, I don't remember that part so much. But anyway, it was later on, yeah, my friend set us straight, or set me straight, that it, he was not dating her, and told me that he was interested in me, so I showed up at his youth group. 
Bible study, whatever you want to call it. And, um, yeah, he arranged a lunch with me and two of my friends and then proceeded to ask every one of them out before me. I don't know. Have we heard this part of the story? I don't know. I don't know. I think he told it. Oh, he might have. I thought he did. I don't know. I listened to it not that long ago. Um, So you went to the youth group with hopes that he might ask you out. Well, I had friends there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And I don't remember my exact thoughts, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really long time ago. (laughs) Um, For sure. But, yeah, I mean, that was probably in the back of my mind, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I'd never mm-hmm. dated anybody, so. Okay, so then he asks out your friends. Yeah, that was a bad move on his <laughs> part. I mean, at the time, I was young, and, but looking back, I was like, that was really jerky of you, you know that? <laughs> You've gotten some perspective. Yeah. I'm like, I'm worth more than that. You could ask me out first. That's right. But. We agree here at Shades Media. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. That's how all that went down, and then, you know, the rest is history. Okay, so he ask out, asks out these other girls, and then how, how does he ask you out for the first time? He was just like, oh, well, what are you doing after everybody else said no? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my last You're resort, like, do you have anything going on? I've never felt Whoops. so special. <laughs> I know, really. I'm like, you should know I come, like, I have three brothers. I need to be made to feel special. <laughs> I just love that Jonathan's not here. I was just I thinking. He can't defend himself. Yes. It is yes. kind of nice. I, <laughs> totally. Yeah, so keep going. This is the kind of content we're oh here for. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so he asked me what I was doing, and I was like, nothing. And then asked me if I wanted to go to the football game with him. I think it was that night. The high, yes. the high school football yes, game? Yes, high school yeah. football Friday game. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, and so I said, I'm going to have to ask my parents. And that was when I think he told he was he asked me to call him. And I was like, I can't call boys. <laughs> I don't call boys. I don't remember anything. He was a little taken back by that. Um, so, yeah. And we're just talking about house phones this time, right? Oh, yeah. Because cell phones. Landlines. Landlines, yes. I, I think I got my first cell phone the next year. I think when I was eighteen, oh, wow. I was of, I was out yeah. of high school and working though. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I can remember being in fifth grade and having to call a girl and like ask her father, like as a fifth grader, like, <laughs> wait uh, a minute, sp- what are you asking can her I, father can about? I speak, can I speak to Lauren, please? Oh, <laughs> yeah, like on the phone. Yeah, so pretty yeah. wild. But yeah. but you didn't you didn't talk to boys on the phone. No, well, I mean, I, I I was not allowed. Like, legitimately, like my parents would not let me at that time. Like, I couldn't call a guy. Like, in that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had like friends, guy friends from church, but I mean, we didn't call each other on the phone and talk to each other anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was not allowed. So I gave him my phone number, and he called me later after I checked with my parents. Which I mean, y'all, I was seventeen years old, and he was asking me to take me on my first day ever, wow. an hour and a half away. An and hour and a half away. Were okay with it. An hour Mom, and a half away. Mom, I'm sorry away. if you're oh, listening. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, because was it because he was a pastor's kid? Did they trust him? Probably. Yes. Yes. Yep. That. And the youth leader, for those that don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of yeah trust in him because of his reputation. That reputation keeps coming up. I know. Uh, you guys didn't date for too long. How long did you guys date for before you got engaged? Before we got engaged. Yeah. Let's see. 
We did it for like a year and nine months before okay. we got engaged. Okay. Year and nine months. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good bit of time, actually. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, it, you know, we were so young, it had to be right. a little yeah. bit. Right. Right. I had to be of age, legal to get married. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. So, do you remember at the time, were you ready to get married? Like after that year of dating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, and I had no, I hadn't, like you had asked earlier if I had plans of, you know, like, or if I went to college. Right. No, I did not go to college. Right. Um, I, at the time, debated on going to the local, you know, college, but um, felt like that what I wanted to do was be a mom when I had kids. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I'm like, my parents, we didn't grow up like with a bunch of money or anything. And um, if I were going to go to school, I was going to pay for it. Right. And so I was like, I really don't want to get into debt when I don't plan on working. Like right. I, that just didn't seem uh, logical to me, like mm-hmm. to, to put money into something that, and, and I didn't know even if, even if I'd gone to school, I was like, I don't even know what I want to do anyway. So I was like, I just, I just feel like it was a way wa- I felt like at that point in time in my life, it would be a waste of money. Mm. And so I just started working. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, that's part of the reason why we were able to get married so young, too. It's because I was working a full-time job, and so was he. So. All right. So, so you guys get married. Are you living in Georgia when you get married? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I lived at home until we got married. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah, we lived. We stayed in Georgia. We stayed in that town until we moved here to Birmingham. Is there anything about the the proposal, the engagement that, that Jonathan left out or... You have your own side of the story too, on how oh, he man. proposed. On his <laughs> his idea that he needs to take you to the lowest of lows before he brings you to the highest of highs. Yeah. Uh huh. That's messed up. <laughs> I mean, it's cruel. It is. It's very cruel. He tends to still do that, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, really? He's like, guess what? Have I'm you not, not learned. I'm not getting you anything for Christmas. He's so he totally here's a new car all the time every every <laughs> special occasion it's yeah so you're not buying you're not buying it anymore so oh, you never. Know, so you know the game <laughs> never now. he starts downplaying stuff you're like no 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 yeah so it's I imagine it's hard for him to surprise you now is it yes and no because even though I always know he's gonna do something he still manages to spend too much money. <laughs> You sound like Ashley when I try to get her something nice. She's like, I don't want any. Don't spend too much money. That's just send it back. Just send it. it's nice. It's lovely. Send it back. Oh, I'm never. No, I don't ever send it back. <laughs> it depends on what it is. You know. Yeah. I time, always appreciate it. I'm just like, I can. I feel like I can never surprise him because he always spends the money on me, like all of it. Right. So that's where I my. I see. Mm-hmm. Or if I do spend it, then I'm like, well, crap. We just. <laughs> We have no savings. We just went crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically what's, yeah. Because, I mean, he went big for me on Christmas, and I didn't go small with him. But then, so for our anniversary, which was just last week, or, yeah. Uh-huh. He, uh, oh, yeah. How many years now, by the way? A- 18. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I was clapping. There, were, there it is. There it is. So I had the audience turned yeah. off, like the mics were turned down, That's right. and I had to turn it up yeah. for them to clap. Yeah. They were clapping the whole time. 18. Wow. Yeah. Now, as y'all were dating, things were getting serious. Do you remember thinking, uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a pastor's wife? 
Or is that something you had thought about before? Or I never would have thought that I would be a pastor's wife, especially <laughs> not growing up. So the church that I grew up in did not have paid staff. Like everything was all lay person led. Right. Like there was right. no paid pastor. All the elders of the church just like took turns rotating and preaching. And um, I honestly don't know that any or if many of them had even been to like, you know, like a Bible school, like, you know, mm-hmm. training. And so, yeah, so that concept was completely foreign to me. I, I say completely foreign. It's not like I didn't know about it, but, you know, just not something that I had grown up in. So, um, so yeah, it was weird. But I honestly, at the time, also, I didn't think anything of it because, I mean, he was a youth pastor going into, like, when we started dating, he was already in it. It wasn't like, you know. It wasn't anything new, really. No, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, yeah. It wasn't a huge deal, but so I've never, I don't know. Yeah, because known when you, how to act as a pastor. Because you, when you, <laughs> when you guys got married, he was he was still going. He was in seminary, right, or going to school. He yeah, at he was time. at Liberty doing distance. Yeah, right. seminary. So and he, yeah. but he, and he was working at a church too. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was still yes. a pastor. Okay. At and then that you same were church. working. Where were you working? Well, let's see. I started out when we first started. When I got out of high school, I worked in an orthodontist office. As, like, just the receptionist. And then I ended up, because I was rolling off my parents' insurance, and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> i got to get insurance somewhere. So I yeah, started that's working. that's a bad feeling. Yeah, it really is. Um, I started working at a bank as a teller, and then shortly thereafter, at 19 years old, became head teller at a bank, which was a right. little overwhelming to have, like, literally everybody that was under me was older than I was, <laughs> which is, if you know me at all, which is ironic that I was in that position that it's just I'm not I'm not a leader head teller that so how long were you at the bank so I was in charge of the vault right oh, so if somebody wow. somebody comes Dollars. to rob that bank oh, you're yeah. you're like the yeah. one with the keys yeah I've got the machine gun I'm ready to I'm just <laughs> right was there a <laughs> yes, button for you to press if there was a robbery they everybody that worked in the lobby had a button that they could push like the red button you know underneath them. yeah yeah but yeah I did. I, there was one time, it was a weekend, that, I, you know, I had to go count my vault, and I was $2,000 off. Like, and I freaked out, because I was like, I'm about to get fired. I'm about to get fired. And the whole weekend, I was freaking out. I had recounted that thing so many times. I, it was just a mistake. It was a clerical error. Oh, and I wasn't actually short $2,000, but I oh, was, man. like, freaking out. So, yeah. But Now, why bank? Was it just random? or I, knew, I know Jonathan likes math. I I love math. Okay. Like I that was what I was good at in school. So I actually really enjoyed the teller aspect of it. Like I liked dealing with money. I loved counting out money. I did not like being over people because their mistakes were my mistakes. So if they messed up, it fell on me and I didn't like that. <laughs> like you responsible for yourself. Um but yeah, I liked the money aspect of it. It was fun. So, uh, tell the listeners how many children you and Jonathan have. Five. Five children. Actually, I have six. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) You heard it first here on Shades Midweek. I was referring to the dog or Jonathan. Jonathan gave me my six. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Amazing. um, And y'all had your first child in Albany? Yes. Karis was born in Albany. Uh... Yeah. How many years had you been married? We right were married. We, our third anniversary was like the week before she was born. Wow. Yeah, I was. I just come off a of bed rest, so that was. 
fine. She was she was my ended up in the hospital at like thirty two weeks because they thought I was gonna have her earlier early. And so yeah. I was on bed rest for like five weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Oh wow. Yeah. And was Karis the only child that y'all had in Albany? Yes. Levi was born while he was at seminary. Okay, so you have Karis. Are you still at the bank at this point? No, I had okay. quit the bank about, I don't know, six months or so before I got pregnant with her. Yeah. Um, I I had, we had felt like, had prayed about it, and um, him being in a youth group, he was busy, you know, mm-hmm. a lot, and mm-hmm. constant, his hours, you know, working mm-hmm. with youth groups later, and um, trips and all that, and I was just really bummed that I couldn't be a part of everything, so. Yeah. I quit and helped him out for the year or so before she was born and then just stayed home. Yeah. Okay. So you have Karis, you're in Albany, you've grown up here your entire life, right? I mean, this is home. Yep. It's where friends are, family. And uh, Jonathan starts looking at seminaries, Mm -hmm. right? And then chooses Birmingham. So what was that like for you when... Uh, he got accepted to Beeson and then obviously decided with you that he was going to go to Beeson. But were you like, oh, I don't want to leave? Were you ready to get out? Oh, was no, that I like was excited. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, it was a bummer to be away from family. Because he, he, when he was first looking at seminaries, he was looking at seminaries like all over. He was looking at Chicago. He was oh, looking yeah. at Pasadena. And I was like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, California would be cool, but that's a really long way away. It's a hike. Like that's not, I can't drive home for the weekend, you know, type of thing. And then Trinity, I was like, that's really, really cold. I don't do well with the cold. <laughs> Lots of snow. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I would have followed him wherever if he felt like, like the Lord was leading him. But yeah, mm. Alabama was I mean, at first I was like, Alabama, really? <laughs> I mean, literally li- growing up in Georgia, I don't know if you felt this way, Brad, but Alabama, yeah. all I heard were, it just seemed like the country with the rednecks. Like, that was like yeah. all. I feel like when people would make fun of uh, being from the South, I'd be like, yeah, but I'm not from Alabama. Exactly. Like, I'm from Georgia, but I'm not from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, that was well. And that was growing up in Alabama, we would mind. say that about Mississippi. Mississippi yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, at least I'm not didn't grow up in Mississippi, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but Birmingham. That I mean, I had so never true. been to Birmingham. So. Oh yeah, okay. But wow. yeah, I mean, I was excited. I have a sense of adventure. Like I like new oh, okay. things, and I like different. You know, I like change. So I love moving, like houses. Like we've moved several times. You know, uh-huh, living right. here in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. And like about a year ago, I was like, man, I wouldn't mind moving again. But it's a lot of work. It oh, is a yeah. lot of work. Totally. Too much work. All right, let's just go to a lightning round. Oh, let's go to a lightning round. I think, Holly, you're familiar. Yes, I imagine. I'm familiar. I don't think we've ever had I'm an intro like that to a lightning this. round. <laughs> nope, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, we're going to ask some questions, just some casual questions, and you answer as fast as you can, whatever pops Some of them first. are not fast questions is the thing, and we always preface that, like, hey, if you need to take some time to think about it, but we try to do That's faster right. ones. We try to do fast. Depends. Okay. All right, so how do, you All like, right. how do you like your eggs? Anyway. Wow. But no scram- s- scrambled's primarily what I... Okay, so I was about to say, if you have no preference, it's pretty wild. <laughs> no, I love eggs pretty much anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you drink coffee? I used to since COVID. It tastes nasty now. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. What's it Why taste? is that? 
I lost my taste and smell, and it's still not normal. Wow. Uh, so you can taste and smell it just everything just everything changed. Yeah. Has did anything else happen that way like with any other oh, foods? Oh, there's a lot of stuff that tastes funky and doesn't wow. there's not a lot that tastes normal still. Wow. And that was like Gosh. 5 months ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so wild. Yeah. Okay. Bites. Name a pet peeve about Jonathan. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Or a pet peeve with Jonathan. With it just Wait a well minute, the question. <laughs> the question just says name a pet peeve, and then I just added the Jonathan piece because I thought that'd be fun. Oh, funsies! <sighs> what does Jonathan do that annoys you? <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I know. I don't <laughs> like. I'm like my mind goes blank. I feel like I'm sweating. I'm not sweating, but I feel like I am. Um, it's a speed round, Holly. <laughs> what it? Oh my gosh! Nothing annoys you? Oh, no. There are definitely <laughs> things. I'm just like, my mind's gone blank. We'll come back to it. Okay. Let me let me try to think while I answer other questions. Right, right. Uh, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would you go? Oh, anywhere in the world? Mm-hmm. Yep. I've always wanted to go to Venice. Love it. Love it. But there's, I awesome. mean, honestly, I would almost be game for anywhere if I could just, you know, uh-huh. go. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok? Instagram. Mm. Have you ever slapped anyone in the face? Yes. <laughs> What's his name, Jonathan? <laughs> I don't know. Have I, sl- I punched him in the arm many times. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. When we played, used to play Halo. <laughs> <laughs> w- yeah, you a big video? You a big gamer? Yeah. No, I mean, I used to more. I mean, I've never been like a huge gamer. I've never been very good at it. Which is hence why I would hit him in the arm because he uh, constantly killed oh me. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. But I did. We did have a stint before we have kids when we would play through Halo, like the campaign together, or then play against each other. Which, yeah. Holly, who inspires you? Oh dear. This is always a tough one for people. Who inspires me? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't. <laughs> this is terrible. Probably other mothers. Like, not necessarily yeah, anyone in particular. Love that. Did you play any sports growing up? I mean, being homeschooled, you don't have a ton of opportunity mm. for that. So, I mean, I did a little. I was Maybe a- like a church league active. or something? No. I mean, <laughs> I, I, there was a time when I played a little Upward bit of basketball? softball. No. <laughs> we also didn't. I always wanted to take ballet, but uh-huh. that was not monetarily in the cards. Now you play piano, right? I do play a little piano. Mm-hmm. I took for about four years, so I'm mm-hmm. not, like, great, but I can pitch. What's your go-to song on piano? This is going to be so cliche, purely. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's yeah. classic. I also love an older man at my church taught me the, the very beginning, like the intro to, it's a really old song. Um, I want to say he said it was called First Date. I don't know. I can't I, no help there. But anyway, that's one of my go-tos. We'll have you back on. You can play it. Yeah. TV shows or movies? What's your preference? Shows, because they're okay. shorter. Okay. Mm. If you could have dinner with anyone from history outside of the Bible, who would you Dead choose? Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Out, outside of the Bible. And oh the Apocrypha. Gosh. Anybody dead or alive? Outside of the Bible. 
Yes. Yeah. Name a few guests. This is like your dinner party. You're having them over. Could be anyone. You got the you got some good steak, some sides, a delicious dessert. Somebody I don't know. It could be anyone you choose. Any 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 historical like figure. anyone interesting that you would want to have over. Anyone interesting mm-hmm. from history, celebrities, politicians. Yeah, because I'm super into politics. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have some questions you'd like to ask. We've had a f- I feel like we've had a few Abraham musicians. We've had a few Abraham Lincolns. Yeah, didn't Colin Hansen say uh, oh, World War II? Um, had some World War II. Uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah, Winston Churchill. Yeah, we've had that. I think it'd be it'd be neat to sit down with Corey Tim Boone. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's a good answer. That's a great answer. Well done. How many hours of sleep do you need a night to uh, function? I mean, I'm a mom. I can function on none, but... <laughs> to function and be happy. How many hours of sleep do you need a night? Probably seven. That's a good number. I read an article recently that said that... Because I think before it was like humans need seven hours. Mm-hmm. And it was basically saying it's different for everybody. Like oh, some people yeah. can just can function, function fine off of or six. Yeah. yeah. Or they might need more. So yeah. thought that was interesting. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? Oh, me? Sorry, yeah. I thought you were asking her, and I was no, like, oh, no, that's no, no. an interesting <laughs> interesting one. Um, yeah, okay, it's your last meal. Okay. You know, say you've committed a crime. Uh, oh, yeah. I know this You're one. on death row. You're on I death row. I know this one. And it's your last meal. What are you picking? I am picking panne chicken from Five. Oh, okay. That is, like, my favorite. Five, yeah. Man, I haven't been there in so long. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while either. But we it's good. I haven't been there in a while either. I'm What's assuming so it's still I there. I don't What's even that know. area? Lakeview? It Lake, was last time. Lakeview District. Lakeview District, yeah. Their panne chicken. I mean, everything in that dish is delicious. Right. With the mashed potatoes yeah. and their amazing salad. Yeah. And I love I'm not that. a big salad eater, but that salad is really good. Yeah. All right. I've just got one more, John Mark. Okay. What about you? Okay. You you go. Okay. Um, name one thing that annoys you about Jonathan. Oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I know this is what the speed round does. It's like a, a vortex that you get trapped in. Oh my goodness! And you try to think, but you can't. Maybe this is God's blocking my mind, so I can't complain about him to everybody that listens. I mean, prop. I was trying to think of a funny one, but mm-hmm. the one that's the one that's coming up. Yeah. Is when I ask him to take out the trash, and he doesn't. Uh, yeah. He refuses to take no, out the trash. No, he doesn't refuse. <laughs> he doesn't refuse. He'll just forget or, you know, whatever. Well, you yeah, know, I'm in Hoover, I, I'm I'm assuming, in Bluff Park, I'm assuming it's the same where you guys live. We They pick up the trash twice a week. Yes. Yeah, so you have multiple times. You know, well, I don't mean set it out of the street. I mean take it out of the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, do you have a favorite band? Favorite band or artist or singer? Gosh, um, who's in my library? I love Need to Breathe. They're probably mm-hmm. one of my favorites. I like most of their stuff. Haven't you all seen them live? Have you got to see them live? Maybe? Yes, yes, we did. That was back when Asher was a baby, I think. Yeah. So, who's you? Good. All right, one more question. Unless you have any more. That's all. all right. I, that's all I got. Uh, who's your favorite child? <laughs> that depends on who's listening. Mm. 
That's true. They, they all get favorite th- that favorite <laughs> slot at some point in time. Right. <laughs> all right. They don't listen, so I can I could actually say you, you know, could. No, I'm just kidding. That's true. And then later in life, yeah. they would be absolutely <laughs> devastated. Yeah, it Mom, changes why'd you from say minute that on to minute. Shades Midweek episode ninety seven. All right. Well, great job with the lightning round. That's right. How was it actually being in the hot seat? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I thought you did great. I wish I could have come up with a better pet peeve, though. <laughs> you still have time. I'll be the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, yes, I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, you still have time. <laughs> so, y'all moved to Birmingham. Jonathan's in seminary. And what, what are some of your first thoughts about Birmingham? Did you like it? Were you like, I don't know about this? I liked it because I, I love coming from. You know, South Georgia, it was very flat and, you know, nothing but pine trees. So I liked the hills here. Um, I've always loved the mountains. So this had a mountainy feel or has a mountainy feel. So I I really liked it. It was new and different. And I had never lived anywhere else but Albany, Georgia. Yeah. So Well, and y'all lived all the way down at like the... Uh, down 280. Yes, down 280. Yeah. And so when y'all would come in, because Jonathan was at Sanford at school, mm-hmm. and then he worked at Mountaintop. Yeah. So y'all had to drive in for everything, yes, too. Yes, everything. <laughs> I hated driving 280. That got old real fast. Yeah. But we were blessed with the place that we had, so. Yes. Okay, and then what kids did y'all have when he was in seminary? Levi was the only one born while he was in seminary. He was in his second year of seminary, I guess. So Talitha, didn't, Talitha wasn't born until we came to Shades. Wow. Okay. So was Talitha not born? Talitha was born after I came to Shades. She was born in May of 13. Yeah. Because I came in October 2012. That's pretty crazy. Yep. So you've literally watched her grow up. I think there's actually a picture of me holding her as a baby. Probably. Like in the hospital, maybe. Yeah, that's that's possible. So (laughs) probably. (laughs) So, so Talitha's born, yeah, and uh, and that happens while Jonathan's in seminary. And no, then that was Levi. That was born. That was Levi. Was yeah, my bad. So Levi's born in seminary, and then Jonathan's graduating. He's looking for churches. Were you thinking, oh, it'd be nice to stay in Birmingham? I'd be interested in going back to Albany or maybe somewhere new. Or, or I, you I, I, I was not actually interested in going back to Albany. Um, as much as I would still love to live around family, um, I don't know. Like I said, I've always had a sense of adventure. I like living other places. Um, I was, I very much wanted to stay here because I had had, I had friends here at Mountaintop and that was one thing that I, it's not fun about moving is trying to find friends again. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, I was open to other places. It wasn't that I wasn't, but when Shades came up as yeah. an option, then I was kind of like, hey, it'd be nice not to move out of yeah. state right now. Um, so, yeah, I want I, I was totally fine with staying. He was not. <laughs> oh, he was not? No. He did not want to stay in Birmingham. He does say, he does say that, to be fair to him. He owns that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll readily tell you that. For him, it was just this was where he went to seminary, and all of his friends were leaving. Yeah. So yeah. he thought it would be very depressing to stay. <laughs> so y'all got an opportunity to come to Shades before he accepted the position, right? Mm-hmm. So you came on a Sunday. So what were 
Do you remember what some of your first impressions of Shades were? Um, honestly, the, honestly, what sticks out in my mind more than the Sunday that we visited was we came to a, um, it was like a Christmas, oh gosh, like they just had little booths set up selling stuff right around Christmas. Like a market? Yes, yeah. And that was probably what had a more, more of an impression on me than anything because I was like, everybody's just so nice and mm. just would talk. Like not just, you know, hey, this is what I'm selling, but like they would actually talk to you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, even that Sunday that we came, I thought it was neat. It was different than anything I'd ever been to before. But, yeah. I, I always felt like I, Jonathan was the one that was always like skeptical of of – them offering him the job and accepting him and I just had a feeling I just had a gut feeling that this is where we were meant to be mm. so mm. um I was just like don't worry about it we're, we're good like it's it's fine <laughs> um so yeah it just fit all right and so that was 2012 mm-hmm. and then you said Talitha was born in 2013 Right, yep. and then y'all were not done. Did you always want to have a big family? We always had said we wanted four. Okay. And so, after Talitha was born, Talitha's birth was really crazy. And after she was born, I was like, I don't know if I want to have another one. <laughs> she kind of did a number on me, and um, I mean, let's face it, she still does a number on everybody. <laughs> she still does a number on me. <laughs> um, the way she came into this world very much suits her personality. Um, I always feel like I'm talking with a little adult. Like yeah. she'll have these little catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Like when I came and visited y'all, it was when it was when uh, Jonathan, when y'all had COVID, and I just came to drop something off. Mm-hmm. But she was uh, at the door, and she turned and saw me, and she goes, "Brad, what are you doing here?" <laughs> it was just it was kind of sassy and funny, and she's very I sassy. Loved it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it gets her in trouble a lot yeah she's she's probably one of my favorite have kids i'm just she simultaneously can be i said favorite one of them. and then be your least favorite within a span of like two seconds <laughs> <laughs> like she is she's very independent and that can be good and it can be bad yeah it depends yeah. on how she's 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 been really helpful lately, though. She's like the little mama, and Jonathan and I have been taking taekwondo. I'm sure y'all know recently. Well, I didn't know that you were doing it as well. I am. I am. It's fun. the whole family. The, the whole family's yeah, doing it. Everybody but Karis. Yeah. So, are you are enjoying that? Yeah, but they have like the adult classes are at night. So if we started out. We'd swap back and forth who went to the the night classes. And the past week or so, we decided to try leaving all the kids. We've left all the kids at home before, but the boys don't typically go down very well for their siblings. Like, they just, they won't stay in the bed. And so, John was like, why don't we just try it? It's an hour long. It's not that long. Um, and so, we, he's like, I'll just threaten them within an inch of their life that they better listen and they better go to bed. But the one who changes, well, not diapers, because we're not in diapers anymore, but like, brushes their teeth and puts their pajamas on and makes sure they go, they go to the bathroom and puts them to bed. It's Talitha. Talitha's <laughs> the one that does that. The eight-year-old, not the 15-year-old, wow. <laughs> but the eight-year-old. But wow. she loves it. She's yeah. the one that, like, 
when I got home, dinner, she'd put the dinner in the fridge, which that surprised me. I did oh, not wow. ask her to do that. That's she had amazing. done that on her own, but she does well when you give her, you know, give her some control because uh-huh. she always wants control. That's the <laughs> deal. So, yeah, she's funny. Wow. That's awesome. But she's not the last in the Hafes clan. No, she's not. Yeah. So, sorry. Go back to your, your question about we always wanted four. And so we ended up having Asher. And, and what comes to mind when you think about Asher? Asher's just fun. He's crazy, silly, insane. The life of the party. Does not meet a stranger. I mean, he just, he's just, yeah, wild and crazy. He's very gifted. At, he seems to be. I mean, he's only five. But he seems to be very gifted in whatever he does. Like, he's athletic. He's very smart. Mm. And so he just seems to be one of those kids that, you know, the other kids will be irritated with because <laughs> everything he be touches good everything. is good. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> what I don't, I don't know. I can't see into the future, but that's right. just, it seems like Your that. intuition. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then last but not least. Last but not least, Solomon. He's crazy too. Yeah. He was unexpected. Very unexpected. Um, we had said we were done, but not taking measures to make sure that we were done. <laughs> Jonathan, I kept on saying, you know, asking me, and I was like, well, I just want to, you know, wait a couple of years just to make sure. I don't want to do anything permanent yet. Uh-huh. But then, yeah, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, no, but I was done. I really didn't <laughs> want to get pregnant again. I didn't want to, I don't want to go through this again. So, too little, too late. But he's, no, he's a huge blessing. He's a mess and very big mama's boy it drives jonathan nuts (laughs) why is that because he very obviously prefers me over (laughs) him and it annoys jonathan to no end he has gotten a lot better but he used to cry like when he was a baby if Uh jonathan held him he cried (laughs) (laughs) we know how you feel solomon he's come a long way he's come a long way (laughs) um so how far apart are Asher and Solomon? Two years. They're our closest. Okay. There's. And then how old is Solomon now? He's three and a half. He'll be four in July, which wow. is a little crazy to me. Yes. That in a year and a half, he'll be in kindergarten. Crazy. Like, I just, the time is flying by. Mm-hmm. But it's nice, because I don't have to do diapers anymore. Oh, yeah. And no naps. Yes. Now, Holly, being trapped in a house with five children. Trapped. <laughs> well, some of it does feel like that sometimes. <laughs> might, <laughs> might drive some people insane. Yeah. Oh, do I look sane to you? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That's why I'm asking the question. What exactly is the question? <laughs> how, how do you do it? Um, I, I don't always. Because <laughs> you've been a stay-at-home mom. Right, yeah. and then you were also up until recently homeschooling the kids. Oh uh, yeah, and right? I said, "To heck with this! I can't do this anymore." <laughs> no, it was basically when when we we struggled a lot. I Talif and I butted heads a lot, a lot, a lot the last school year, and I just said, "I can't fight this anymore." And Karis also needed some help. And so, yeah, we looked at sending them to school. And I was also like, I can't do these three plus Asher because he's in kindergarten this year. And right. I was just like, I can't, I can't do it all. 
mm-hmm. had to come to a point because I was always I had never set out to necessarily homeschool even though I was homeschooled some people assume that oh you're homeschooled so you homeschool your kids and that was not uh, something I set out to do necessarily mm-hmm. but at the p- when Karis was starting school both of Jonathan's sisters homeschooled and you know then we came to Shades and they you know a lot of people here homeschooled yeah and with Karis having special needs um I was also very concerned that she would get picked on a lot in school Mm -hmm. um looking back she's very oblivious to things like that so I don't even know that she would have noticed um but I was very I was very concerned for her and so that was one of the reasons that I started homeschooling but the longer we did it the more I realized she really needed some help from school like uh, services and things like that and it's been really really good for her that's awesome Mm. yeah she's uh done really well this year so but yeah homeschooling kids is no joke (laughs) yeah i would imagine i still even though i'm like i've got one again i'm like gosh this is just it's just teaching a kid to read have you ever taught a kid to read (laughs) reading is hard enough for me i can imagine teaching someone it can be just mind-numbing yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the the entire, well, I say the entire world, definitely a lot of the United States experienced some form of homeschooling yes, to some degree true. during the pandemic. And I'll say Mo- Moses started kindergarten in 2020, uh, the fall of th- that year. And um, we didn't like we didn't like him being at home trying to trying to teach him <laughs> that. I love my son to death, but I I cannot teach that stuff. And at, we it, w- it was very difficult. So, yeah, mm. it's, we're very thankful for it. Yeah. For school. I know. There's probably teachers that are like, gosh, you hate teachers right. to read. But not that I hate it. Like, it's an accomplishment. <laughs> but it's also just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's not easy. No, it's not. And it's it's also you feel the weight of, like, if I don't teach them to read, like, they're not going to succeed in life. That's, like, a, you know, kind <laughs> right. of necessary. Right. Have to read. Yeah. It's right. well, amazing. Well, I mean, you guys have been in Shades for 10 years. So looking back, reflecting. Um, on your time here. And I, I'm sure that Jonathan's doing a lot of reflecting himself too, just being here for, for this long. Um, what are, what are some things that, I don't know, what are, what are some thoughts that you have just about your time here at shades? And I'm sure things have changed a good bit. There's certainly been, you know, quite a bit of staff changes mm-hmm. over your time here. We've seen different areas in which we've grown with San, you know influx of Sanford students at one point like crazy and then of course the insanity of covid the last few mm-hmm. years and all that stuff so gosh it's crazy like like he said looking back i mean even last year or not last year last night when we were looking back through some photos shades photos were popping up too and there are ways in which it does not feel like it's been 10 years like yeah. it just I'm like, where has the time gone? But then when you look back and you look at, you know, all the people that have come through, come and gone, you're like, man, yeah, now that it, you feel the 10 years in certain ways more than others. Um, right. I mean, super thankful for relationships that we've had here and um, the realness that people have brought. And, um, yeah, I mean, the staff that we've gotten to know, you guys. Mm. Yeah, they're um, pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Staff's pretty awesome. Yeah, are. <laughs> are pretty awesome. Um, but no, I mean it's been it's been hard. There's been seasons of really hard stuff, and there's been mm-hmm. seasons of really awesome, good things. And even amidst the hard, there's still been you know wonderful things that have come out of it. So, I mean, it's 
yeah, it's just crazy that it's been that long. Mm. It is wild. Yeah, we're super thankful for you guys and all the all the time you've spent here and just everything you guys mean to Shades. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we're glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, the Lord has us. Yeah, I uh, I can't remember who said this, but I think it was a pastor's wife in a book that she wrote. But she said that uh, being the pastor's wife can be the loneliest position mm-hmm. in the church. I think that might be in the book titled Help, I'm Married to My Pastor. <laughs> I started reading that book. Okay, yeah. That, that's a story of my life. I started reading that book. <laughs> I'm terrible can, at finishing books. I, I, I can relate to that. Yeah, Jordan got that book as well. I'm not sure if that quote is from that or if I'm uh, mistaking that with another book. But yeah, I think um, a lot of times because pastors are up front and they're sending emails and they're communicating and they're talking, people can see some of the hardships that they go through. But with pastor's wives, a lot of times it can be all behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not as upfront. People don't see it as readily. And so I think it can be a hard position. And like you said, I think Jordan has been thankful for the realness of Shades mm-hmm. At times, she'll say, you know, I actually forget that I'm a pastor's wife sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a compliment to, to Shades yeah. Valley, just in the way that the congregation uh, treats the pastor's families, that in some congregations, there can be this expectation. We kind of mm-hmm. jokingly say, it's like, okay, the pastor's wife is going to lead choir and lead this ministry and be at this thing and do this thing and, you know, all those sorts of things. And I don't feel like Shades has that. No, (laughs) I've never felt like Shades has put expectations on me as a pastor's wife um, to do or be anything that either I'm not or whatever. I think I've probably had more expectations that I put on myself Mm. and feeling guilty, like, well, I'm not, like, I'm, if I'm not at something or not, you know, involved as much as I think I should be. So I don't think I felt like that from anybody but myself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in, in general, I think pastors' families or, well, I don't know about, like, past, being a pastor or pastor's wife, it can be mm-hmm. a lonely place to be. I mean, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, I have not. There, there have been moments, I think, that I've probably experienced some loneliness, um, but not overarchingly, um, especially here. Like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I have to be somebody that I'm not. I mm, feel like I can, yeah. you know, mostly be myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what we're talking about just leads me to my last question and kind of acknowledging that, yeah, being a, a pastor's wife can be a lonely position, being in uh, full-time vocational ministry uh, can be hard for a pastor's family, the things that they have to experience. Shades can be a gift in a lot of ways. Um, but here's my last question. Okay. Uh, what things or experiences uh, have you or your family found encouraging to you? Things that have built you up or things that have encouraged you since you've been at Shades Valley, what things have you found to be encouraging? Specifically at Shades Valley? Yeah, or it can be just, it can be broader than Shades. Um, 
That's probably all it would be anyway, because I don't, I don't get out much. When ha- <laughs> Other than Taekwondo to, yeah, now. <laughs> when you were 18, yeah, in Albany, what did you find encouraging? Oh, um, hmm. I'm sorry, I put you on the spot. No, oh, we didn't. Okay. We didn't tell you the questions beforehand. It's okay. And that's a tough one. Um. Well, I'm trying to. I mean. Honestly, I mean, being able to call on people when we're going through, you know, a tough spot or whatever, um, and being able to be honest with people has been super helpful. I know there's, you know, having, being in the ministry and having, um, Jonathan especially, having pastor friends and knowing people at other churches, it's not a given that you're going to have somebody in the church that you can just be completely open and honest with. Um, so it's definitely a huge gift to have that. Um, um, I mean, honestly, having women's events, like women's weekends, that's a huge gift. That's not, I mean, I didn't grow up with things like that in my church. Um, or in other churches that I've been to, which is not many, but, um, um, so, yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of other things. Um, I, I would say the biggest thing is just having having people that are in your corner and also that will fight for you and that will, um, I mean, like, you know, the Walenskis say, fight for, you know, like fighting with you for your marriage or for, mm-hmm. um, you know, just your spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, those people praying with you and being able to be vulnerable with people and s- them see you at your low and not think, oh, my gosh, you know, you're you're, you're supposed to be perfect. You're not right. supposed to have problems mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, that's so good. It's so simple, but it's often so neglected mm-hmm. in churches. So, yeah, that's good. Well, before we go, do you have any embarrassing Jonathan stories you want to share <laughs> before our time is up? Mm. Embarrassing? Yeah. <laughs> I probably do. You should have, listen, you should have contacted me in advance. See, this is what happens. So I, I can know. be we don't, we don't really plan these things, these things very well. I blame well. it on our producer. I mean, we don't really plan these I things don't very think well. well on my feet, which gets me into trouble. Well, I think you did great you. with the speed rounds. So. Yeah, it was oh, good. Yeah, don't sell yourself short. Those yeah. are, like, not... Well. Super hard, like deep, like deep things, like what embarrassing things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, oh, we I feel like there was something that happened recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on. I was trying to think. Detail. We went on a date recently, and uh-huh. I'm like, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, where'd you guys go? Uh, Maybe that'll help you jog your memory. Bonefish Grill. What was Bonefish the temperature? Grill. What was the temperature? I don't know. Cold, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Can well, I do a redo? Well, you know, we do have an e- we have an email corridor, <laughs> right? I so can email in, but then he'll yes. be here to defend himself. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that yeah, we can mute his mic, right? I'll I do have a funny picture of many years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, of it was a date night, and we had gone to Lowe's. This isn't that embarrassing, uh, but it's the just Lowe's funny. date night. We had gone to Lowe's, I think, to pick out a toilet of all things. Love it, and. I had walked off somewhere, and I come back, and he's leaning against a pole on his phone, 
and there's a sign right there that's plastered that says wet paint. Uh. And I was just like, I walk up and I'm like, really? You didn't notice the sign? I mean, it wasn't wet at that point in time. Oh. Thank goodness. It had dried, but it uh. made for a great Instagram been, photo. That was funny, though. Like a cartoon, just got yeah. the paint stripped right. down his back. I wish that would have happened. But oh, no, it didn't. Oh, gosh. It so close. Yeah. But that's, that's not super <laughs> embarrassing, but that was funny. Well, listen, if anything comes to mind ever, <laughs> just email us at midweek at shaysvalley.org. 24-7. We'll read it. Yes. Call us. Call our line. Someone will be available. Call our hotline. I'll take yes. a video of him doing his taekwondo form and like, oh. post it to, there we go. to the there uh, go. Instagram. We all want to see <laughs> it. He would kill me. Yeah. yeah. I think he would change the password to the church Instagram and <laughs> we wouldn't be able to get, get back in. Oh, man. Well, right. Well, Holly, this has been great. Thank you so much. Yes. We love you and your family. We're so thankful for you all and everything you do for Shades and what you Mm -hmm. mean to Shades. So, so glad we got to have you on. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, this has been another episode of Shades Midweek. Wait, John Mark. Right in to Shades Midweek at midweek at shadesvalley.org if you have any questions for Holly right because Brad (laughs) because your tagline because here at Shades Midweek you're part of the conversation that's right thanks so much